morning. Welcome to Simply Remarkable. Now, this is hosted and created by Remarkable A Speakers Bureau, and I am Sue Falcone, the CEO and founder. And today, yes, we do look a little different. I took on a challenge, and it was to show up in my tackiest sweater, but in the North Carolina where we're at, this is my warmest sweater, so that was really good for me. And I said, well, if I take on this challenge, what would it look like? And I said, well, they can't cancel this show. <laughs> Only I can do that. Or you as the audience could cancel it for us. Or maybe I don't think I can damage Chris's, our guest today's career. So we're just going to have some fun. I wish you a very Merry Christmas. Uh, we have two days before Christmas. I wish you a happy Hanukkah already started and any other holidays that you celebrate here during this time. It's a great season, even though it's going to be a little cold and frosty for a lot of us, but we're here to bring you some great things today. Now, why did we create this show? We created Simply Remarkable so that we could showcase the remarkable talent that we represent and book here at Remarkable. And we wanted you to know them and get to know them as personally as we do. We also wanted tips and information about how you can be and live remarkable, just like they are doing. And you never know, you might be looking for someone for an event and you could find the perfect match here. So we just welcome you and the chat line is open. It's live. And we want it lively. So let us know where you're coming from today. Put in the, the chat where you're coming from today. What state are you in? Um, and anything else you'd like to put to us. We'd love to hear from you. Now today, our special guest is Chris Salem. Now he's a worldwide speaker. He's a corporate trainer. He's an award-winning author. He's a certified mindset expert, and he's a radio show host and media personality, all in one. He works with business leaders and organizations towards solutions to all the things that we're facing today as leaders, which is our culture, our workplace communication, uh, increasing sales, and increasing employment engagement for maximum production. Now, his book, which I have a copy right here, is Master Your Inner Critic. Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity. It's an international bestseller. And he also co-authored recently with Jack Canfield, a recent addition to Mastering the Art of Success. Now, his, his weekly radio show, Sustainable Success, is part of the Voice America Influencers Channel. And then he has another show called Business Influencers with Tal Radio, which is part of Touch a Life Foundation. Now, if that's not enough information for you to get to know Chris personally, that's all I have. 
but we're going to find out some more. Just stick with us. And today, welcome, Chris, to our show. We just thank you so much for taking your time on this holiday weekend to come. And where are you coming to us from? Well, Sue, thank you so much for having me here. It is a pleasure to be here and be part of uh, the remarkable uh, Speakers Bureau. And I'm coming from Connecticut. We're about just an hour outside of New York City. And it is unusually warm here compared to the rest of the country where it's cold. We're in the mid-50s Fahrenheit, which is kind of strange at this time of year. Wow. It's something for everyone, right? <laughs> and like but it, is rain, it is raining. It's not sunny in 55. That'd be different. <laughs> right. You still got some of it. Yeah. yeah. And in North Carolina, as they always say, uh, all you have to do is wait around and the weather changes. And of course, today, the weather is the big topic on every news channel. So we've got that out of the way. Yes, in North Carolina, we are cold and expecting major winds and who knows, you know, we never know. But anyway, to start off, Chris, now we all have experiences in our life, don't we? We've experienced a lot of things. And I want to know what personal experiences have you gone through so that has shown you how you can help others succeed? What is it? What you what have you been through? Well, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's my life's journey in general. And, you know, for the first 30 years of my life, I struggled. I was a codependent, meaning that my, my communication, my behavior was in a passive aggressive way. Well, how did I develop that passive aggressive communication and behavior? Well, I grew up in a codependent home and, but I look back at all these things that I grew up with you know, being a yes person and being a perfectionist and really, you know, having a hard time sustaining relationships as a result of it and living in anger each and every day. But I look back now and consider it a blessing. I look back in of my 12 years of addiction that I had from the time I was 18 till I was 30 as a blessing because I wouldn't be here today when I went through that transformation just after my uh, 31st birthday that I wouldn't be here for the last 24 years now to be the example and be a resource for others. So in general, for me, that personal experience, I'll, I'll give you one of several that led to you know the last 24 years of my life and how I've been helping people to do for themselves, not only personally, but in business and how people come together, engage at a higher level. I know at the time, again, when I was struggling with anger, I, I had I was born with ADHD, meaning that I had racing thoughts, very hard for me to start something and finish something because I would start something else at the same time or soon after. But for me, I had reached a point where I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And the turning point for me was at the time when my father was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 56. Now, I didn't have a very strong relationship with my father growing up. He was never usually around. And I attributed a lot of my self-limiting beliefs that went back to my childhood that were kind of tied to him. Not saying it's his fault, but it, they, they, they kind, of, kind of were reinforced because of my father. But at the same token, when my dad was 56 and he had cancer, and he was at that time, 
he had been diagnosed at stage four and there was, it was a term, terminal uh, case, in, you know, where he was not going to live through this. And I can remember the day before my father passed. I remember him looking at me. He couldn't talk. His eyes were slightly open. Now, call this kind of strange, but, it, you know, I still get goosebumps from it. I, he was communicating to me, not verbally, but in a way that I could hear him. And he was simply, he wanted to say to me that, and I know that maybe I wasn't there for you growing up or the things that were important to you. But I do, I, I do want to let you know that I always loved you, your brother and your mother. I, I, I did the best I could for what I knew. Now, you could call that an excuse, right? And, and we all have to be responsible for the things that we do. But what I realized in that moment that my father was just a product of his own development growing up because his father wasn't there for him. Now, I didn't realize this stuff up to this point. And I began to think that, you know, my dad didn't do this intentionally. And, and the way I, I've been operating my life from in a fight or flight state, operating in anger, operating from a place of always being the victim and accusing everybody for not doing their part and no one could do it better than me. I finally realized that if something was going to change, I had to be the change. I couldn't change anything else outside of me. Now, I didn't know all any of this up until this point, let alone did I not know how I was going to go about making these changes for myself. I just knew in that moment that I was going to make a change. And that started the journey, in this case, for those first three years to start working on my new foundation. I had to rewire the way I think. So I had to undo all those uh, self-limiting beliefs that I've been operating from subconsciously that impacted my confidence, my self-esteem my passive and uh, aggressive communication and behavior, my negative attitude, how I reacted versus respond from primary emotion where responding is much better and why I was busy, but not as productive as I thought. So in essence, I was procrastinating. I could control that. And I learned how to think in a different way to change my thinking from the past and the future, which is uh, triggered by fear, by whatever situation that you're in. And I began to now detach myself from the expectation to outcomes and begin to operate my thinking from intention in the moment, focusing only on what I can control, letting go of what I can't, and letting the results be a byproduct of it. That took me a good three years, because tough to do when you have ADHD, but I developed a, a, a pattern of certain disciplines, habits, and I was consistent every day, even though it was the last thing in the world I just desire to do, I did it anyway. And I was able to rewire my thinking to be in the moment, to be it, to become it, and began to do things differently that led to different and more sustainable results. I began to see challenges and obstacles that used to sideline me, put me in a fight or flight state, led me down 12 years of addiction as blessings, as opportunities to grow and expand. I know that was a little long-winded, but that is a one, you know, major experience that transformed my life and where I am today working with corporations, uh, CEOs, you know, sales professionals and other business professionals to make these shifts in their business for the better. And we 
enjoy hearing your story because many of us can relate to all of it, parts of it, some of it, and we never know who is watching today or who will watch this at our rebroadcasting and listen to it at our podcast that need to hear right today exactly what you're saying. And that's what's so impactful about having outside speakers come to organizations and businesses because they get to see and hear a different perspective of, and maybe they've never even experienced that, but they can see they may be leading people that do. And that's the key to engagement. I see in retention because that's what you do a lot of. And that this is so key. And Chris, I just want to tell you, when I first met you and when I first uh, really started reading your materials or following you, I realized we have a lot in common. I said, maybe we're related somewhere. Who knows? You know, I mean, wouldn't that be cool? I mean, that would be, I've never <laughs> been to Connecticut, but you, you never know. But anyway, that I think that's the relationship that we see. So thanks for sharing. And the next thing I want to get to is, okay, this is where you're coming from. This is what you do now. You've got a proven success track. Uh, what is it unique about the keynote experiences that you create and bring to your worldwide audiences? What's the most unique thing that you bring? For me, Sue, it's all about being engaging and interactive right from the beginning. First thing I do is I ask a question from the audience. I get them drawn in immediately. It, it, it's not about me being up on stage. It's about the experience that you're going to create, whether if you're up there for half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, or even an hour and a half. And it's about being compelling. So for me, it's the ability to be transparent, to be vulnerable, but in a way that you position it from a place of strength, because now people begin to see that, wow, I can do that too. I've been holding back for so long and keeping myself stuck in my ways. And I, but I do it in a way that I don't tell people how, when, or why to do it. I simply share. I use the power of engagement and ask with you asking questions, get allowing people to decide what that means to them. And through, you know, and during that period of time that we're together, they are part of that journey. They're part of the experience. They can feel themselves like, you know, what we're talking about, that they're living it, they're in it whether if it's touching a pain point or if it's touching something that creates an aha moment. Those are the things that I pride myself on in setting myself apart, not to make myself unique because that's not the priority. It's just, you know, it's just following what I'm really comes naturally to me. What are my strengths? But it's really, it's always about the audience and making them part of the experience and making things compelling to them that, that allow them, to uh, connect their shared values with mine so they feel related to and understood as we move forward. And this is so great because every event planner that I talk to, what they want from the, what they're wanting to hire <laughs> to come to their events, they want 
people that can create an experience. They don't want speakers. They don't want presenters. They don't want lecturers. They don't want that. They want those that can create experiences because that's what makes you memorable, remarkable, and unforgettable. And that's what helps the companies and organizations become the same. And so I'm glad that you brought that up, that you said that, because that's what we're all about is creating experiences. And uh, that's going to be an industry buzzword coming down because it's, it's exactly what speakers need to focus on first, because it's not about you. It's about the experience for the people. So thank you for sharing that. That really got into what we needed to, to hear because that's exciting. That's what will bring um, people out of where they're at so that they can focus and do the things that you're asking them to do. Now, going into the new year, hey, it's almost here. <laughs> and everybody makes New Year's resolutions, don't they? Look, I made them for years. You know, did they ever happen? Well, sometimes, sometimes, no. Uh, and then we wondered why. But what tips can you give us as we begin a new year that so that we can have a better life, both professionally and personally? Well, here's one thing about resolutions. Just I'm sharing. You get to decide what this means to you. I know for me that I, resolutions do not work. Reason why is because with resolutions, we tend to get caught up in the control we can't control. Learn to operate from intentions. Think about intentions. With intentions, you can focus on what you can control. So the advice that I would leave for 2023 is to look at adopting discipline or a habit and then being consistent with something that is going to improve something you, with you personally, whether if it's your well-being, your something intellectually, or something in your business, or a combination of both. The key here is the consistency in doing something. Now, Rome wasn't built overnight, so it's not like you have to do like a multitude of things all at once to move yourself forward. Start with one thing to get good at then add another and then another. That can be in all areas of your life and your business to move yourself forward. So for instance, let's say for instance, you get up at six o'clock. Well, maybe now start getting up at five o'clock. And when you get up at five o'clock, maybe your spouse, your children, your significant other, whatever that may be, they're still sleeping. You have that, that time to yourself. Maybe perhaps you could Start with one thing, meditation. Start meditating for five minutes. Work your way up to 20 over time. Through meditation, it allows you over a period of time to move away from the past and the future into the present moment. It allows your subconscious mind to open to the conscious mind to see what could be holding you back from where you are and where you desire to be. Those self-limiting beliefs that at that level, you can resolve at the root cause to eradicate them. And then as you get better at that, you may start journaling. Maybe start making your bed to accomplish a small task. Maybe going to the gym. Maybe reading a chapter or two out of a book. But doing one thing first. Because you're, if you give yourself your, your, the mind at least 
five seconds, it will talk you out of doing it. I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow never comes. And then a week goes by, a month goes by, and then a year goes by. And then you're saying the same thing, what you're going to do. And then it never happens. Motivation is fleeting. So this is why resolutions rarely never work. It's adopting discipline to a habit, starting with one thing and doing it regardless of the way you feel about it or you don't desire to do it and you do it anyway. And this is the things that are going to help you to move forward. Think of your life and your business as a puzzle. You're starting with one piece, then working your way up to two, three, four, five. And eventually when you have all the pieces, those are the results that you will seek. You're trusting the process in the moment. You're not trying to complete the puzzle, you know, all in one shot, getting overwhelmed and frustrated and then getting caught up in the control you can't control because the control you can't control is often the things like the weather, traffic, the economy, taxes, other people and everything they do. You can only control yourself in terms of your communication, behavior, attitude. It's happening for you, not to you, your emotions and how you respond versus react to challenging situations and your action. Focus on that with one discipline or habit at a time. As you get into a rhythm, then add another and watch the magic happen from there and how it starts to connect the dots and all the things that you're trying to strive to accomplish with your personal goals and primary targets in your personal life and business. Wow. Can't wait to start. <laughs> the magic happens with us. We have to start somewhere. So thank you for sharing that because I'll be going back and looking at this again and again, as will many, <laughs> as we as we go forward to make sure that we're right on track and we'll keep in touch with you and listen to your podcast. But now and your radio show. So one more question is you're a mindset expert. And as that, what does mindset have to do with how we live and succeed in today's world? What my, what is the mindset? Because uh, that's a buzzword that we keep yeah. hearing. What is it? I mean, well, it, it, it's, it's, it, think of it, it's everything. I mean, as a business executive coach and, and I am a mindset, you know, facilitator and, and expert in that area. I, I incorporate this into all of my one-on-one -on -one group. And when I work with organizations of all sizes as the foundation to everything, see our mindset, the way we think impacts everything that we do. It impacts your confidence, your self-esteem, how you communicate to yourself and others, whether if you're doing it codependently or interdependently, it impacts your behavior, again, in a codependent or interdependent way. It impacts your attitude, your emotions, whether if you're reacting rather than responding, which is better, and your level of action. It also impacts the way you take risks and handle certain situations. All of these things that are necessary to operate effectively at a higher level in any role or duties that you may have, whether if you run your own company or you work for somebody. So the mindset, think of it like a house. You could have a beautiful home and always the focus is on, on the, 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 you know, the tangible asset, like the, the, the things that we desire. We, we want, we're, we're looking for that beautiful home, but we don't think about that home sits on a foundation. 
And if we don't take time to cultivate that foundation and it has cracks or holes somewhere in it, well, that beautiful home that you admire and you put all your energy and focus into is not going to be sustainable. It's going to have problems. And think about life and business as a whole. We manage problems rather than coming up with solutions. Now, we think we're coming up with solutions, but in reality, we're really managing problems because we don't get to the root cause of the, the, the challenges or the problems so that we can operate in the solution. Think of the, your mind is the starting point of that. Now, imagine how you're doing that for yourself and being the example and a resource for others to do the same. Then that next person does the same for someone else and so on and so on. Just imagine if you could create an interdependent work environment where people are thinking in the present moment more than the past and the future. On, you know, they might be on various levels of their own journey, but they're all working towards that same path of being in the present moment. That will drastically improve in communication to be more interdependent, to be more assertive rather than passive aggressive. People will understand and relate to one another in a better way. People become more productive, more engaged, higher retention. The list goes on what could happen from that. We don't, we take that for granted because we're so caught up in the do and the results rather than the foundation of, it, of how we think to be it because you have to be it to become it. And when you become it, you solidify your foundation. And when you can learn to think differently and be the example and be a resource and then learn how to build rapport with your fellow colleague or peer or people you work for and how you connect on a shared value or values to really communicate at a higher level, this is what builds people together to bring their role and duties together to complement one another, not depend upon each other. And as we complement each other and we are accountable for our role and duties, this builds higher engagement higher levels of communication, solving problems to create solutions, leads to higher efficiency and, of course, profitability, creates more valuable customer experiences and is a more sustainable model for growth and expansion in just about any business or any aspect of your life. It starts with you because in the, it, you're only responsible for yourself. You can only change yourself. Be the example. Be a resource. But that would be so where uh, to give you some idea of why mindset is important. Most people operate from a fixed mindset in the past and the future from fear. That's where communication is based on assumption and speculation. It's based on expectations tied to outcomes. Expectations go unfulfilled. People get frustrated. They gossip. They complain. They point the finger. But in the moment from intentions, from a growth mindset, we're focused only on what we could control, letting go of what we can't. The results are a byproduct of what we can control and letting go. It changes the whole dynamic and energy. And imagine now people doing that on various levels in congruency with one another. It's unbelievable what could happen. Zappos is a company in Las Vegas that demonstrates as close to what I just described. And there's no coincidence why they have a high retention in that organization. And they're in the top five for customer service year after year because they were built upon those principles I just talked about. Wow. I love the quote, be it to become it. You have to be it to become it. That That's powerful. That's powerful. Look, can you believe 30 minutes goes by so quick, we don't even know where we're at. You know, it's like, wow, but I have one closing question for you. And it's exciting because this is 
kind of just brings everything right to the point of what will you do today to be remarkable? What is it you're going to do today to be remarkable? What I will do today is, is I do each and every day. I am here to be an example and a resource to give without expectation. So what I mean by that is I'm not doing that from pleasing and enabling others. That just keeps people stuck and dependent upon me. That's not helping them. And it's depleting me and I have nothing to give. Being the example and being a resource to give without expectation now from empathy and kindness. Now I'm sharing that for people to do for themselves. That's a healthier way to serve them, even though they may not see it initially. And then to receive without resistance, meaning when it comes back from somewhere else, as long as it serves me, I welcome it with open arms and I embrace it. I'm grateful for it because it allows me to fill up my cup again to go back and give without expectation. It just comes around, goes around. When you resist, when you give from pleasing and enabling and then resist receiving things that can serve you, you halt the entire process. You're not serving yourself, nor are you serving anyone around you. And unfortunately, there's a lot of giving, but from pleasing and enabling and a, not a lot of receiving because there's a lot of resistance to it. This is what I show up each and every day and what I will do today, whether if I'm here on, on the show here or if I'm on a Zoom call or meeting somebody in person, to be always mindful of that, that I will be doing today. How awesome. We just thank you so much for coming today, Chris, taking your time off on holidays and to our audience out there. My challenge to you is what will you do today to be remarkable? Please leave it in the chat or give us a comment anywhere that you have seen this today because we're on LinkedIn, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitter and Facebook. So anywhere you, you can get the message to us is what are you going to do to be remarkable today? And also, please take a minute because we have a Christmas wish at Remarkable. We, didn't, we don't ask for much. We want to give more. But we would love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you feel so led, because we know there's lots of value on our YouTube channel that people need to hear. That all of our talent is there with a video clip. All of these live shows are there. A wealth of information. And we'll soon be announcing our 2022 Speaker of the Year talent of the year. So we're, I have lots of things going on. So it's remarkable. A speakers bureau on YouTube. That's our quish, Christmas wish is that you would subscribe to that. Now, again, thank you. And for also, you've heard a lot today from Chris. And should you see that he would be the perfect fit for your organization or conference or business. Look, he books quickly. You can see the booking information right here. We'd love to speak with you about him. Now, we hope that you will join us 
next week. Next Friday, yes, we will be here December 30th, and we're going to have the remarkable Greg Offner. Now, he brings more than just a keynote. <laughs> he creates experiences to amplify engagement and retention in the workplace. And he does it through music. He does it through creating a new type of culture. So you won't want to miss that next Friday, same time, same place. And remember, we want you to have a wonderful weekend. It may not be like you planned it based on what we're experiencing, but it's going to be a great time. And like Chris says, let's live in the moment and relax and enjoy it with those that we love and pay attention to. And we wish for you the best holiday ever. And we will see you next Friday. Thanks for joining us today.